It's time for Spotlight on KRWC. It's a Friday morning edition. We have two guests in studio with us this morning. And uh, for quite a number of years, we've had guests in from Buffalo Covenant Church to tell us about their living nativity. And uh, again this morning, we have two guests in. Dave Magdalena is executive director at uh, Buffalo Covenant. And Janine Kruger, who we've not spoken with before, is a children's pastor. And welcome, welcome. Nice to have you. It is great to be here. So fun. Nice to uh, see you and uh, nice to have folks in person. And Dave, good to have you back. Oh, thanks so much, Tim. Good to be back. We um, are in that time of the year. We've uh, talked, and I know, Dave, you've been out many times. um, And Pastor Mary was out when she, uh, prior to her retirement, was out for many years uh, on the Living Nativity And that's coming up this weekend. Let's um, get the dates and times in here to start things out, and then we'll get a little history on it. Sure. This Saturday and Sunday, right at the Buffalo Covenant Church, so that's December 18th and December 19th. It's at 5 to 7 both nights. It's a completely free event. Uh, It's always been a free event. I think uh, we're in our 13th year of the Living Nativity, so uh, this Saturday and Sunday evening from 5 to 7. And the big change this year is we've moved the whole thing back outdoors. Uh, Tim, you and I were talking just before we went on air about how it started outdoors, and um, it kept growing and growing, and we actually moved it inside a little bit just so you could have a little bit more interaction and uh, a break from the weather. But just think with everything going on and our sensitivity to uh, our community uh, and the pandemic here, we think it's the right move to bring it back outdoors and offer this um, a completely outdoor free event Saturday and Sunday from 5 to 7. Yeah, and who knows, at some point uh, when we get out of uh, the situation that we've been in here, maybe uh, it'll be half and half again. I think the camels were outside anyway last the last couple of years. Yeah, we have not brought the camel in over the last couple <laughs> of years. I don't blame you. <laughs> no, it's quite the, uh, our facility team has, has uh, requested not to bring the camel indoors. But we have in the past brought other animals inside. We've mm-hmm. had sheep and goats inside and some of the smaller animals we've brought in. Yes. But uh, we've chosen to keep the camel out. And so excited to have the camel back again this year. Great. Uh, and Janine, nice to uh, have you in studio and to meet you. You're yes. children's pastor, correct? Yes, correct. Okay. Yes. I uh, started just just after the pandemic started, um, so odd and interesting time to start being a pastor yeah. at, um, at Buffalo Covenant and working with our young people there. Um, so excited to be helping with this event really in a really much bigger way this year. And um, I think that uh, some of the decisions we've made for keeping it outside this year are just fun to go back to. Um, you know, that's how we started is having it all outside and you know, those those bonfires that are outside and just walking through and you just think about um, families walking through, being able to um, go up, interact with all the characters, um, being outside is, you know, it would have in Bethlehem, it would have been all outdoors that they would have been walking through the marketplaces and things like that. And um, just a really sweet feel to bring that back outside to kind of go back to the tradition of it in the beginning and the foundation and um, and see what we want to do from here. You know, none of us know what's going to happen with, you know, COVID and all the stuff next year. Who knows? So, yeah. you know, kind of the sky's the limit for us and we can kind of revamp it if we want to or keep it the same right you've kind of done it both ways now so the the template is there either direction so it's uh yeah. kind of nice you mentioned that it's uh this is uh what did you say 13th year 13th year yes. i think pastor janine was yes. saying that and she looked back in her notes so it's gone from um, i believe mary and joseph and a baby uh underneath a uh, street light i think to <laughs> yep. a number of different animals and yep. and 50 or so actors and 100 volunteers so it's really uh, yes it's really neat to see the way it's evolved over those 13 years 
I think in, in previous years, I remember conversations about the fact that one of the things that sets this living nativity apart from uh, others like it is that it is, as you say, it's an interactive event, yes. which a lot of them aren't. I mean, you kind of just, a lot of them you just kind of go through and you, mm-hmm. you know, view it and it's nice for what it is. But this is uh, kind of a, a learning experience for not only kids, but adults too, because they can ask questions and your all of your characters uh, hopefully uh, won't get stumped. Yeah, absolutely. It's really fun. Um, there's a, a lot of people who have been doing it for several years and their families do it together. They love volunteering for this event. They take their character um, roles seriously and they stay in character you know, the whole time. They're um, like, I, I'll take a, a shepherd family, for example. Um, and there's um, a family that has been doing this the shepherd, being a shepherd family for oh i probably a good 8 9 years now and that's what they do they love that role you know kiddos will come up and they'll talk to them you know about the animals and they stay in character man they just they take that role seriously and um little kids will come and talk to them you know tell me about your animals and they they do they they kind of research that shepherd role like what a, what a shepherd would have been like in the time when jesus was born and um it's really fun to watch them and um to see families that have done this and you know if there's a, a little kiddo that is four years old when they started at you know being a shepherd um in this event you know they're up in their teens now and they're doing this and they take that role seriously and it's really neat to see teens really taking those things on and um doing those and interacting with the community and um those things all the other roles too like the the angels and the innkeeper and uh the soldiers and um they read about what they the characters would have been like and they really talk a lot a lot throughout the night with people that come in and interact and um they're asking our visitors questions you know they're um interacting with them and talking about anything and everything that would have been in that time and you try to keep the, uh, I'm sure it's easier indoors now, outdoors, I don't know, but you try to keep the um, uh, costuming as correct as possible. I mean, it was 2,000 some years ago, so we're <laughs> kind of guessing in some respects, but uh, it is fairly accurate. Yeah. You know, we um, we are really blessed to have a big team of people that have put together costumes and have given, have made costumes, bought costumes, put together costumes for um, years and years now. We've got <laughs> a great big costume closet that uh, we go into. And yeah, we, we look at what, you know, what those characters would have worn in those times. You know, some of the, the metal work that the Roman soldiers would be wearing and uh, which is kind of fun to see because you know when it's cold outside here in minnesota and we're acting that metal gets real cold (laughs) as they're wearing that stuff um but yes you know the shepherds and just they would have been you know just your average guys that would have just worn you know normal clothes and um you know nothing special nothing fancy and we really try to um get that feel you know the the headgear the the stoles the uh the long tunic type things that they're wearing, sure. you know, all those stuff. So it's it's neat. It's neat to see those things. We're talking about the uh, Buffalo Covenant Church and their living nativity coming up uh, tomorrow night and Sunday night, five to seven, both days, outdoors at the Buffalo Covenant Church. And uh, I was thinking, you know, um, we try to, uh, this time of the year, of course, uh, with uh, all churches in the area, you know, services and everything focuses on 
uh, the the very first Christmas and, you know, do a good job in in reliving that. But this is a unique opportunity uh, to give kind of a little uh, history lesson in and of itself because it isn't often that you can, and I think particularly for uh, for the younger people, but also for adults alike to to really get kind of immersed in um, uh, a little bit of the reality of what the situation was. And, you know, sometimes when you're just kind of reading about it or, you know, it's it's you're a little removed, whereas this, you're plunging right in. Yeah, I think it's important uh, at Buffalo Covenant Church, our staff, our church family, those that attend, really care about this season, this Christmas season, uh, uh, the birth of Jesus can get lost in it, in other family traditions and, and gift giving and all fun things uh, uh, and, and important things as well. But really, the season is around the birth of Jesus, the hope that we have uh, in a hopeless world um, was born, you know, over 2,000 years ago. And it's, uh, and it's our gift back to the community to focus on that. And, to, uh, and uh, so it takes a ton of work, but it's worth it, right? As we say, reminder community. This is why we celebrate Christmas, right? There's a lot of fun other traditions that go along with it, but at the core, at the center of it, is the birth of Jesus. And that's what we want to uh, celebrate, and that's what we want to share about. Yeah. Uh, let's talk a little bit about uh, how big is the, the cast or the, the, the number of people that you have involved? I think it's about 30-plus right now. I think it, it fluctuated, and it went up a little bit over the last couple of years when we were indoors. The, the indoor setting allowed us to do a couple more things that are not as conducive to outdoors. We had a scribe that was writing in Hebrew uh, and would uh, uh, translate messages or write your name and, and do those things. Like That is a really big challenge to bring outside in eight-degree weather or something like that and <laughs> yeah. have this person write. So that's just one example. So it's a little bit smaller cast, but it's still about 30-plus, mm -hmm. plus another 25 to 30 volunteers. So we're talking uh, 50, 60 people or so each night. Mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. that put it on, that uh, that volunteer that will welcome people as they come in and stuff like that. Yeah, and we, we're doing a good job, too. If, it, if the weather's really, really chilly and there's um, families out there, they'll they'll take shifts, you know, uh, going inside, warming up for a little bit and have another, you know, cast member come on out and um, fill that role. So They're um, like understudies. Exactly, <laughs> yes. <laughs> and so... Um, that that works really well to do that but it also then is um kind of keeps our numbers fairly you know fairly similar um as far as cast members just different different roles and um, not being able to have like that scribe that we talked about so and you things. mentioned you've got uh, many repeat performers i mean they this is like it's getting to be kind of a legacy here you know <laughs> pass it on to somebody else yeah um, it's it's really neat. Uh, like I can say personally, my my husband and my kiddos have done. Um, have, my husband is six five, and so he's been a wise man and um, <laughs> gets to take on that role, and that's which, which is really neat. Um, he gets into that character, and um, it's fun to see those things. Fun to really see the the wide eyes of children as they experience this. Um, and like you said, it's not just a reading about it or looking at a picture. Um, it is it is a real and interactive thing that they get to experience. And maybe uh, good to point out, too, that this is not a performance, per se. I mean, people can come and go anytime during this period. It's basically just, like I say, just kind of an immersion thing where you just come and, and walk through at your own pace, uh, ask questions of who you want to, and 
and maybe you'll think of something and circle back, whatever. Yeah, and there's we'll have hot chocolate, we'll have candy canes and some other treats like that out and available. And so we ask you to come and stay however long you want. And some people uh, come at 5 or 10 to 5 and get there <laughs> nice and early, and uh, they stay all the way up to 7 o'clock. And, uh, you know, we'll have some bonfires set up and some other things to... Uh, uh, to warm up by, and just good fellowship, good conversation as we celebrate the birth of Christ. So uh, our goal is for have people come and stay. And we see a lot of people that come both nights, right? Maybe they'll bring uh, their own immediate family one night, and then maybe they'll bring a neighbor family the second night, or they'll reach out and have a, a group from uh, work or something, or a neighborhood group come together, or uh, a lot of people stop on the way to get some dinner or get some ice cream afterwards mm-hmm. or something like that. So a lot of families have used it as part of their Christmas tradition and really coming from uh, the metro area from the east side of the metro we have a family or a couple families that come out from Woodbury each and every year uh, for the living nativity and it's been fun to get to know them and be part of their family tradition as well over the years. We're talking with uh, Dave Magdalena and Janine Kruger from Buffalo Covenant Church the living nativity tomorrow night and Sunday night the 18th and 19th uh, 5 to 7 p.m. This is a free event right? Yeah, Correct. it's completely free, absolutely, and uh, there's no uh, bait and switch or anything like that. It's a completely free event, and it is our gift to the community. And it's another way for for folks, obviously, to get to know your church and and uh, some of the offerings that you have, uh, uh, where you're located, and uh, you know maybe they want to come and visit you after that or during the Christmas uh, services or whenever. Yeah, I think we always have people around that are more than willing and happy to talk about our ministries, and Pastor Janine would share about children's ministry Mm -hmm. or youth programming. Uh, We've been blessed to have a a large staff that can uh, minister to a number of different families at different life stages, uh, families with little ones, empty nesters, grandparents, singles. Uh, We've been blessed that we can minister to all those different demographics, and we're always up for um, sharing about our ministries, and we'll have some information about our Christmas Eve services, uh, December twenty fourth at one thirty three and four thirty. We'll have three services on Christmas Eve, and we'll actually have a service on December twenty third at seven o'clock. Again, just to uh, space people out a little bit more, another uh, another date and time for families to come. So we'll have some information about those Christmas Eve services as well, and we would encourage anyone to join us for that. Mm-hmm. We've got a couple of minutes here. Maybe you want to share something about uh, the uh, different um, ministries that you offer and maybe just a minute or two on background on some of the different things that Love Buffalo it. Covenant has. Absolutely. I'll kick that off because um, I oversee all the kids from age zero. So we'll start at the beginning there um, up through fifth grade. Um, I started, like I said, started just at the beginning of the pandemic. And um, we've got a great, great team of children's ministry volunteers, first of all, that um, they pour into these kids like I've never seen before. They are so dedicated to ministering to the youngest of our church. Um, They pour into them, um, whether it's a Sunday morning or a Wednesday night, some of the different programming things that we have. Um, Sunday mornings, we've got things for kids all morning long. Uh, We've got Sunday school and nursery and um, things like that. Um, We also encourage families to 
come into the sanctuary and worship together. I love seeing kids in there together. Um, that's how kids learn to, you know, to sit in and to listen to the music and listen to the pastor. And um, we know that kids are going to get squirrely sometimes. And I'm the first one to hand out some Cheerios to a parent <laughs> that's uh, doing that. Goldfish um, work good, too. Goldfish are great. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Um and there's also, you know, we've got a great um, children's space, air, big area that, um, you know, if parents want to take their kiddos out if they want to have them in the nursery. And then um, doing that, we do a Sunday school hour in between the two services where um, we've got phenomenal Sunday school teachers that pour into these kids and um, just they love being back this year um, doing Sunday school again. The kids love it. It's um, a really, really great time and um, place for them to be. Um, and then we do a lot of Wednesday night programming for um, for families as well. We have what's called the Awana program, and uh, we minister from uh, age three, um, which was our, which is our littlest and the preschoolers, um, up through grade five is what I again work with um, in that area. And just a really fun night of games and singing and learning and laughing. And um, we have a team of over probably over a hundred volunteers that work with that. And um, again outstanding individuals that love kids and love the Lord. And it's just our, you know, we just want to reach out and, and have fun, you know, kids come and they have a great, great time. Well, it's, it's uh, great to hear that you've got a, a vibrant program for the youth because, you know, I mean, it's, especially in the, the things that are going on in the world today and uh, boy, you know, you can't avoid even one day without uh, some kind yeah. of strife going on. But, um, you know, you're, uh, you're creating memories and you mentioned uh, families attending together mm -hmm. and stuff like that. I mean, this is the groundwork right here. Yes. I mean, you, and sometimes you don't even realize it as it's going on, but later on, I mean, mm -hmm. you, you realize mm -hmm. that, Hey, this is the groundwork that was being laid. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. I think we, we consider ourselves a family of families, right? So, uh, and you care about your family, right? And you care about uh, all different ages of your family. So, those little ones that Pastor Janine is working with, those uh, two, three, four, five-year-olds are, are very important to our church family, just as the 85, 86, and 87-year-olds are, and all through the middle. I think we're blessed with ministry opportunities for um, um, all different ages and types and sizes of families, from singles to really, really large families or multi-generational families. So um, that is our desire, a family of families, just encouraging and uh, sharing the hope of Jesus Christ. Well, you know, we uh, as far as the the age spectrums there, we all were there, and we're all gonna be there. <laughs> yep, so, I mean, yep. no matter where you fall on the line, uh, somebody's been there before you. Yeah, absolutely, and and doesn't matter where you're at. You know, each one is important and special, and to the Lord, and they just they have a place. Everyone has a place, and um, we just want we want everybody to find that place. It's really been really neat, especially too during some of the Advent um, years I've watched um, families who will be able to uh, read a scripture together. And it has been so fun to watch um, kids and their parents, their grandparents, and even their great grandparents stand up together um, and read some of those scriptures together um, in part of worship, which is just amazing and outstanding. That's a cool thing. Um, let's close here. We're just about out of time. Um, give us the dates and times again for the Living Nativity. And uh, just emphasize again that this is open to anyone, not only from our area, but outside the area. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, bring anyone, invite anyone uh, that you can. We'd love to have you this Saturday, December 18th from 5 to 7 
and again uh, Sunday the 19th from 5 to 7 right there at the uh, Buffalo Covenant Church, uh, 1601 Highway 25 North, just north of uh, Walmart there on Highway 25. Completely free event, hot chocolate and goodies to uh, hand out and, and come and uh, share in this uh, fun tradition as we remember and celebrate the birth of our Savior Jesus Christ. Great that uh, it can be on again, all, all outdoors this year. Maybe at some point it'll be uh, back to in and out or whatever, but uh, good to be able to do it again. Yeah, so yes. good to have it. So Very good. 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 Very yeah. good. Yeah. Um, Janine, nice to meet you. Dave, always nice to talk with you. Great and uh, have a great Christmas season, both of you. Thanks, Tim. Yes. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas to you, too. Appreciate you having us uh, uh, interview you again for uh, the Living Nativity, and we hope that the, uh, the visitors are great to the area. So. All right. Awesome. Thanks a lot. There you have today's Spotlight on KRWC.